0: Okay, I guess I'm supposed to start. Shalom Aleichem, everybody. Uh, mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Hashem blessed us. We had a chasana Sunday night for our son, Menachem Mendel, together with Moshe Weinstein from, now they're both Rubashkins, from uh, Muncie. And um, I'm very excited. We're both thankful. We had a beautiful chasana. Um, and uh, we rejoiced with our family and friends. We had this chus. To have uh, the Rosh Hayyishiva uh, from Lakewood to come and dance with us, um, and uh, it was really, really beautiful. Uh, he Baruch Shem Azzchos. He visited me, a place called Prison, two times, and and, and he and, and and as he was with me in times of sorrow, he was with me in times of joy. And uh, my, I, and I'm Baruch Shem great Hashem for all the baruches. I, I wanted to, continue, we were not continuing a share in uh, in Shabbat uh, in this course of uh, uh, B'chaim Shnei ben shall we continue, and we shall all strengthen our B'mun HaB'tochem, and and we shall all see our girl may be spilling in our days. So to start off with a little bit of chazorah, um just quickly, uh, like these, the, my time is short, but I, it's always good to make a quick Chazorah on what we learned. We, start, and, and we, we started out discussing the difference... Hello? We, we Skarda kind of discusses the difference between the duties of the, and of He writes that the, the, the difference between the duties of the limbs and the, and the duties of the heart. That the book is called the safe is, is called the duties of the heart. Uh, and uh, one of the one of the ba- biggest ones is that in, when it comes to the duty of the limbs, the focus obviously is on uh, the mitzvah mice, the what the the actual mitzvah that we do. And it's not so important whether we do understand or don't understand. Actually, there are some mitzvahs that we'll never understand. It's a chukah. It's a mitzvah which is uh, higher than understanding. And we do it simply because Hashem tells us to do it. (laughs) Like like, like Shatness or Kashness. And then actually, that shows us a connection with Hashem. This is higher than understanding. And together together with that, we also have mitzvahs that are doers of a heart. Because it says that any mitzvah, there's a heart, it's something we could understand. And it's actually incumbent on us to understand because a true feeling of Ahavat Hashem, Yiddish Hashem can only be when we have a true feeling. You can't just say, you can't command somebody to have all the training by speech. speaking How can Mitzvah Hashem, the Kacha, love Hashem, your God. So the answer is that by learning the greatness of Hashem and by learning how awesome Hashem is, that that arouses our Ahavat Hashem, Yiddish Hashem. So it's important that we learn the Mitzvah us in a way that we understand as much as we can. And um and obviously we have Hashem to help us in our in, in our understanding, but it's all in Yonim that we can understand the And so is it the mitzvah Betachun. The same thing the same thing is Mitzvah Betachem, that the mitzvah Betachem is a mitzvah that we have a heart. We have to trust Hashem in everything we do and um and in everything we need. And um so this is we were learning about Betachem and, and he's giving now now we're up to sit on the psycho of the Ragdamid going into the gate before he actually goes into the mitzvah, we discussed different questions last time, <clears throat> and um, and and yes, is not only a good idea; but is actually a mitzvah that Hashem wants us. We are obligated to do it, and he starts out now in his academy, He says that one of the benefits of betuchah is that we have tranquility in our lives, cyber uh, in the religious life, and sci in and secular life, in life, living in the world, worldly things, and uh, and. Um, now let's continue, we're up now on the, I don't know if I'm using, if you using the Saladim edition, it begins with, so we said, he said that the most important, the first two, the first part, he said that the most important, since the previous gate of, uh, the third gate was about talking about to be a servant of Hashem, he says over there that um, the most important thing for ever Hashem to have is to have, uh, trust in his master, trust in our king, and, um, and then it continues as if a person doesn't trust in Hashem, it's like a, a servant doesn't trust in his, his master, immediately automatically trusting in some, someone else. And that itself brings the unwanted results, which he, Hashem says, not, not in terms of punishment, but in terms of, of, of cause and effect. that is the same, if, you, if, you're, if you're putting a trust in a person, somebody else, okay, so go with him. So, that, so now let's continue. We'll continue now. If you're on the Feldom edition, at the bottom of page T48. Instead of this, the person will not, before he was talking about trusting somebody else. Now if a person thinks to himself, if you remember what the question we asked last time, what if a person says, I'm smart, I have a, a, a good business education, I have money, I have a big inheritance, so I made a lot of money already. So why why do I need to talk why can't I why can't I rely on that? So he says over here a, a pedantic, amazing thing. He says if a person is going to be trust on his wisdom, and his, um, um, his 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 ingenuity, ideas, his physical strength, or shadlusin, and his um, his he says he will, he will, he will, he will uh, work for nothing.
1: <laughs> and
0: his, his strength will become weak. And it will become, his, his, his ideas, his ingenuity will become short from gaining what he wants to gain. <clears throat> this, is, this is an amazing statement, because, because he's saying, what did he do wrong over here? What did he do wrong over here? He didn't, he didn't do an Aveda, the Aveda. He, all he did was, he's, he has wisdom, he has an idea, and he trusts that the idea is going to give him what he wants. Rather than trusting Hashem to give it to him, he's trusting on his own wisdom. So he, he brings a few psuki. He says, Kamesh Arba, Kosov, Leichel Chacham Barma. Hashem says that uh, Hashem traps the Chachamim, <speaking in Hebrew> the wise people in Armam in their cunning. In their cunning. Another psookim brings some kehelas is the Shafti Ay Atach Hashemesh. Give a look and you'll see under the sun that the the, the race is not for the swift one. Famous Pasik and it's not that the and the battle is not for the strong and nor is bread is not for the wise. But and until it says Khim Rush of you can see that uh, the younger lions <clears throat> they go hungry, poor they're poor and hungry, and they are those should God, got the ask And we we have to explain this for a moment because we see over here, he's giving us a very amazing message. He's saying, even though doesn't, we don't see an, an actual um, transgression being, being done over here, well, he's, he's, just, he's, just, he's just relying on his chachma that Hashem gave him, he's relying on the money that Hashem gave him. I say, continue. And if we will uh, trust on his um, uh, great wealth, you will be taken away from him, and it will be given over to somebody else. And now he gives, he gives a, 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 a real big number of sukim to, to prove that this is what's going to happen. And um, before we go with it, sukim actually, let's stop for a second. Let's understand what's being, wrong, what's being done wrong over here. There's a person here that instead of, of being B'tekh uh, by Hashem, he's being B'tekh on somebody else. So he said Hashem will put him in that person's hands. He's not. He's not trusting everybody. He's trusting on his own wisdom and his own uh, um, um, uh, ideas, right? His own strength. He says he will work for nothing, and if we trust on his money, he says the punishment is going to be useless money is going to be taken away from him. because he's missing the midas habetachim. And one has the only wonder, what is he doing wrong? So the answer, the answer is from here you see clearly, and this I think is the focus of our share today. Is that we see clearly that a yid. Who is supposed to be in Evan Hashem is actually someone who doesn't go by the rules of nature. But the rules of nature: somebody has wisdom, and somebody has ideas, and somebody has money, and he has koyach. He, he should by laws of nature he should succeed. But as we will learn in in, in later in the, Shabbat, the purpose, the reason why Hashem gives a a a, a person the need, yid, the need to work for his sustenance and the need to make his shtatlus is not because that's the way Hashem. Is, is that's only where Hashem is going to give take care of his needs? But really, Hashem could get, take care of his needs in, in other ways. He Doesn't have to have a dafka. The question: Why does a person have to make any stardlus? If Hashem promises him that He creates him and He sustains him, then why does he have to make a So we're going to learn later in, in in the in the actual in the actual uh, chapter chapter three. He's going to say that there's actually two reasons why Hashem gives us makes us that we have to do a if he establishes the needs that we must establish, part of what Hashem wants us to do. And one of them is Hashem wants to test us to see, as we go through our worldly, uh, worldly needs, are we, are, do we recognize that even in the physical world, everything that we have is from Hashem? Or do we think that there's a world that is uh, godly and there's a world of, of our physical? So Hashem makes it, makes it so that even that when we go, we, we should have to get food by getting a vow going to work. We should have to. We should have. We need a doctor. Hashem, we have to go to a doctor. But he wants the yid to go about those physical chores in a way, knowing that whatever's happening now, he's part of Hashem's plan. Hashem works within what he calls causes and effects, causes, and and the masuv of the causes. And and since Hashem wants him to make be part of the causes through which Hashem brings his blessings into the world, when a person goes into the world with that intent. Then he's fulfilling his purpose in life, and if he doesn't, then he's missing the whole point from why he even has to do it. So this is the re- so if a person will decide that he wants to do what the world is doing, and Eid is going to forget the, re- the real reason is because Hashem is testing him to see that the, that, that to show that by Eid he's going to work, that the, even the physical world is a world of godliness. The world, this world, is not a Separate world from God. In this we say, Enid means even the physical world is a creation of God. Nothing else exists outside God. So if a person is going to go into the world and he is going to go with the idea, I'm going to work only because Hashem wants me to go to work. If Hashem wants me to do it. I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to give my going to give, um, uh, my afterwards. I'm going to, not going to work on Shabbos. Because working on Shabbos is the opposite of why I need to go to work. So what he's doing actually, he suddenly is creating that his work becomes part of a, of a service of Hashem. He's not only serving Hashem in shul, he's serving Hashem also in the workplace, he's serving Hashem in his home. And so this is the real reason why Hashem even gives us the, 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 the reason why we have to go out to work. So a person is going to miss that whole, is what Cheva means. Hashem wants us that the intent here, that Cheva means, that there's a, there's a serving Hashem, not only for what we're doing. We serve Hashem with our hearts and our minds, so that when we go into when we go into uh, the world of 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 uh, trying to find our physical things, we we uh, we don't lose sight of the reason why we're doing it. So we're infusing the kedusha into the world we're working with. Very similar to the way in the times of the Beis was able to take a behemoth and say he's offering it to Hashem, and the son of the behemoth has din of kachim. He can't do something with a Hassan, He can't do anything. Why? Because a yid, with his mitzvah, with his machshava, is able to bring kedushah into the world. So, so this is the, the, This, this is what he's saying: that if a person is going to decide that he has he can do it on his own. He has a chacham. He can do. Yeah, the goyish neighbor could work in the world under a natural pretense, and for him it's okay. But a if he can do that, then he is not a Is by his very nature. Higher, his kodesh is holy, and therefore he can't get into the world the way it is. And if you look at the wording here, he says over here, "Yisrael, you will be taking away from him, and it will be left for somebody else." I'm not going to get into it now, but if you, have, if you, have, if you want to look at page 408, in Perik and he he's we're going to learn it later. He discusses the three types of money that Hashem gives a person, and it's important for the youth to understand which which category of money that belongs in there. And he says sometimes over there, he says sometimes a person is giving money, it's not even for him to use, it's, it's actually, if he doesn't do it right, it's, it's so there that, so that his enemy is going to get it. So so we see over here that that, um, that betachem in Hashem is not just a good idea that a person has when he is in a, a tzara. Yeah, correct, but betachem means even when things are going right, you have chochme, you have money, you have koyach, it's most important that when we do, that when it goes into this into the working he does it with a and he's trusting that it's Hashem who's the trust here it's Hashem who's giving him his, the, the blessing through what he's doing and it's not his Kayach because if he does that the same way if you're trusting another person Hashem will put you into his hands which will be inadequate if you trust on your own Kayach and your own seichel, he says over here and if you trust on your own wealth Chash Shalom gets taken away I want to also note, I want to also say one more point over here. We have this in the Gemara in Shabbos, that's Lamad Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. He brings a postdoc over there, he says, over there the Gemara brings out, he brings the Gemara in in Yeshaya, that when a person, when a person, a person has a Munna, and he, and he, uh, in, in the times, I mean, what's the meaning the times? That means when a, when, when a person has a moon and then he gets, he gets, he plants and he uh, has has a crap. He doesn't think it's all for himself. He realizes he has to give truma and he has to give Maitre, and he has to give Shikha, and he has to keep Shmita and yevel. That's a moon right? A moon. And then, so you do it with the Abish, because you're believing that the Abish is the one who gave you this this whole crap and the whole the whole the whole blessing and therefore it's not, you're gonna do this the way the Avishti wants you to do it, so then it's and Yeshua Das. So that becomes a um a Stakite and uh for Yeshua Das. So so the look but the the point is that the Gemara there says Amunna, these six words in the Pasuk is actually referring to the Shish Sidri Mishnah. Amunna is for the Sayyid Israel, is Sayyidina Mayyid Ches the Seder Nashim Yeshuris the Seder Zekein Kachim and Dasa Seder taris That means each one of each one of these words is actually actually referring to learning the Shish the Mishnah, learning the part of the Teda, and that's what it. it's in the Mishnah. Amazingly and, and and important, the reason I'm bringing it out over here is because from all the six Shushis Mishnah, the where Id brings out his Amuna is Dafka that, Seder Zroim. Zroim Zroim is a, is, is a is the Mishnah that talks about all the laws about uh, how to plant and how to leave uh, payah and how to, all the things that we refer around the crops, when you're growing crops in all. And the uh, Chayla, if you want to talk about Amunah, you want to talk about supernatural things, you want to talk about things that are Nisim. So, that, so the Gemara is telling you, no, zroim the way you plant a seed, that you do that with Amunah. Amuna means zroim Now, there's nothing more... I have I, nothing more. I, I think one of the most, the most uh, simple ways of saying something that happens in a natural course of events is the, uh, is the is the is the work of planting. You take a seed, you put it into the ground. It doesn't make a difference who puts the seed in the ground. A person it could be a machine. It could be a non Jew. Could be a Yid. Lavdl. As long as when the seed gets into the ground, or could be dropped into the ground by mistake, the Hashem, Hashem placed in the world of nature. And if a seed gets in the ground, it'll grow. So this such a natural thing of growing, says the Gemara, and Munda Zahiz Raim. Because when they eat plants, he doesn't plant because there's a natural ability for the ground and give water and a seed to grow. When they eat it's like the potatoes out of the mine on his college barakon eat plants because the Abrahasta it tells them that when he plants it will grow. So in the most simple, basic uh, actions that he does in the world of nature, in there, shows that as a muna. A muna is not supposed to show only when there's an extreme situation where he has to have a muna and a nest that should be created. So for something of, out of the natural state of order, a muna has to be, even when you're doing the most, most of the mundane actions of, of planting a seed in the ground, so the Gemara that we have that this is a Muna, because when he eats plants and and how do you see that? How do you see it like he's plants a Muna, when, when he leaves over like it's come And he gives away from his Trumus, he doesn't say hey, it's all mine. He says no, he gives away Truman, then he gives mycer and Trumas and then he gives me and, and, and then he gives a Bikurium and then he comes schmidt doesn't doesn't work the land. These are all indicative of the way that when he went into plant he planted it because a and then because he does what Hashem wants him, then he's like a blessed with a, with a fabulous wealth and a wealth that he gets to keep. So this is what we see over here in, in, uh, in this, in this hakdama, where he, right, he starts off showing us that the is not something which is extracurricular for cancer. it's a very basic. And if Khazala a person decides, it works both ways. It's not that you can't have so at least I'll have the natural order of events. No. If Khazala Mayid is gonna say that he can live without the and he can have the Bataqan on his own sake his own money, and Khash almost it gets away from him. And and the the explanation is because this goes against the whole reason why Hashem wants us to be involved with the world. And some of the Sukama of is Shaman Akasov are sure. Suddenly the is gone. Don't work too hard to grow wealthy. Of, of your own understanding. <speaking in Hebrew> and he brings over here. I would say a, 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 a out of the ordinary amount of tskim because it's something which is very difficult. I would say to understand. But he means in after from that that you see that the wealth that comes not from a from a brachadik away. He believes. Now he says nothing else. Yeah, as he's going to say later in page in page 48, if you want to look at it, he says over there. That the third type of money is the money that a person has. Yes, it's in his own bank account. Yes, he has his own code. Yes, it seems that he's the owner of the money. But he has to know that the money, the type of money that Hashem gives a person, that he entrusts the person to watch it from getting lost. But the only purpose of the money is not for him to use, but to give it over to somebody who Hashem intends to give the money to. So he should never think that the money, because he has it in his own account, he controls it that a sinner, Hashem puts it in his mind to gather the money in order to give it to somebody who Hashem wants to give it to, who is good in Hashem's eyes. And it's also even possible that the wealth that a person is amassing, he thinks he's the biggest, smartest person, and he thinks that this is the best thing that happened to him, if I can this could be something which is actually going to cause something which is bad for him, or something which is actually going to kill him. I see a tremendous um, affliction uh, that uh, wealth, which is reserved for its owner, and for his fortune. You see sometimes stories of wealthy people who get killed, of course, because they have the money. So, what kind of blessing was that? That money was given to him. For, for something bad that happened to him, what's the point of 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 this of the of what I'm talking about over here? That that if if you do if you go about like amassing money without the proper intention, without the proper of then it turns out to be something which is not good. So and and to finish with so now this is how it works. He he starts saying how having the hell's a person to be living tranquil. How a person how a how, a, how a person is able to to um to uh, to have a brachadikh money and because if you, if you again if you if you trust in someone else then then Hashem puts him in the other person's hands if you trust in his own wisdom his own wealth then Hashem takes it away from him or or worse and then another that's a so we see that it's so, so important have batahman and him, and another reason to have batah al Aqim somebody is a Batah belakim, if somebody has trust in Hashem, it will bring in that since he trusts Hashem, he will not serve someone else. And this is one of the sicknesses of our generation, where people feel beholden, and you can draw a common denominator, drag and he's going to actually say it again, and Patek Daldi is going to say that one of the punishments for the poor people, because they think they're getting the money from the rich people, is that they're subjugated to the rich people. When a person thinks that he's getting money to somebody else, so he starts serving him. He starts feeling that he's important and he gives him something. And this is something that happens when a person doesn't have a proper token. They can't that a person doesn't put his trust in the man. But the them to put hope to people because he was only talking about the Evershter. But he doesn't serve them to become better by them. They become better to them. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to uh, finish over here um, because the middle, actually the middle of a Shabbat is here. So I'm, I am... Um, I just wanted to finish off with the Baruch Hashem that I was able to, take, to learn over here. And then when I was at a place called prison, I, uh, I, this helped me very strong to put focus at the not to feel subjugated to people, but to realize in this matter Hashem wanted me to be there and to accept the situation the way it was there, but together with the absolute betochen that Hashem would actually free me. And, uh, and this is one of the advantages of betochen is in every matter and how, how, whatever feeling you have being backed in, locked in when you feel, the only boss you have, and the only word you have that you feel, it, it, like a, it takes to your, your very being, so that helps you feel above all the tadas, and that gives you the peace and tranquility you're looking for. So I would say Mazel Tov, I'm sorry for cutting a little bit short.
1: Okay. Uh, uh,
0: okay. Mazel Tov, Zagibenz, bye-bye. See you next week, bye-bye.